Welcome to the Courageous and Confident Christian Mom podcast. I'm your host, Marcy Owen, and I'm your self-love coach because when you love yourself, you can then be a courageous and confident force in your life. Love is in the air, and I've got something extra special to make your heart skip a beat. Introducing Love Inside Out, my exclusive Valentine series designed to shower you with self-love and appreciation. It's not just about chocolates and flowers. It's about falling head over heels for the most important person in your life, you. Ready to unwrap the gift of self-love? Let the love fest begin. Truths about self-love. Bonus episode number two. Well, hello there. Welcome to day two of special Valentine series. I hope you listened to yesterday. Yesterday's episode, I shared a lie about self-love. Today, I want to do just the opposite. I want to talk about what self-love is. If you haven't done it yet, buy your, go get yourself a Valentine's card and some kind of a treat or some kind of a gift or a treat that you'd like to receive on Valentine's Day. And when it gets closer, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'm so excited for the last episode because um, it's going to drop on Valentine's Day, right? So let's get into day two, right? The transformative power of self-love. When we have a healthy, loving relationship with ourselves, our capacity to have healthy, loving relationships with others is expanded. And I talked about that a little bit yesterday. Otherwise, what happens is you get in the way. Because if you have a hard time being kind to yourself, if you're quick to find fault and judge yourself, you will carry that behavior over into your relationships. You'll do the same thing to others, to the people that you love, to people that you care about. How you feel about yourself either limits you or expands you. So what I'm going to talk about today is ways to love yourself. And what I think is really interesting about this is we were never taught self-love in school, right? Or church. And a lot of us didn't see it modeled in our homes growing up. Self-love in a way feels very foreign to us. It can feel kind of clunky and it might even feel kind of wrong. Like I can't tell you the number of women that I have coached where they felt like it was bad. It was wrong. It was prideful. There's a lot of misunderstanding around around loving oneself. And the biggest thing that I hear is that it's selfish. To set aside time to do something for yourself or to have your own desires or interests and actually do them, selfish. And lots of moms won't even spend money on themselves, even if it's a need but we'll easily spend it on our kids 
right? So for example, we might feel guilty taking the time for ourselves because, because we might think, well, this is selfish. Either maybe to go um, work out. We'll just use that for example. It's we feel like, oh, I can't take that hour and a half to go do something for me, go work out, because that is selfish. I need to be home doing XYZ, right? And so um, we either don't do it or we feel guilty while we're doing it. So it's like it's not even serving the purpose. And it doesn't show, you know, we're not really showing love to ourselves because we're scolding ourselves and making ourselves feel guilty, you know, for doing it. So let's expose selfish, shall we? Because, again, you won't believe how many times I hear, well, it's selfish. Well, all right, let's, let's look at what is selfish. So the definition, concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself, seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure, or well-being without regard for others. Every time a woman says to me, it's selfish. I don't want to be selfish. I'm afraid I'm going to be selfish. And I read that to them. They're like, oh, well, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not doing that at all. I don't, I'm not trying to get advantage. I have, I have regard and care. You know, I'm not for, for my family. And I just see their shoulders kind of like <sighs> relax a little bit. Selfish takes and takes from others without regard for their time and their inconvenience. That's what selfish does. They don't care. Self-love definition, let's look at that one, is defined as love of self. Regard for one's own happiness. And you know what? It says it's a basic human need. Nowhere does it say that self-love takes from others and doesn't care about them. Actually, we're, what we're going to add to is ourselves into the mix. We're going to practice self-regard and self-care for ourselves. And like I said yesterday, loving yourself is like fuel is to your car. If your tank is full, meaning you practice self-care regularly or practice self-love regularly, you can go a long ways and you can do a lot of things in your car. But if the tank runs out of gas, if you neglect yourself and disregard yourself, then you, there's, your cup's going to be empty. Your tank's going to be empty. There's not going to be a whole, you're, you, there's not going to be anything left for your car take you where you need to go. This is what's true for self-love. It energizes us. It gives us fuel and expands our capacity to do and give to others. But when you don't practice self-love, you get cranky, resentful, bitter. You might find yourself yelling or snapping at others. Your energy is going to be low. You'll feel exhausted. Loving yourself doesn't come with a certificate or a finish line. It's a lifelong 
process. It's a concept. Like any other relate, like any relationship, how you feel about yourself can go up or and down, depending on what your circumstances are and how you interpret it. So I want you to think about this. Every morning when we wake up, we have bad breath. We need to brush our teeth. We need to get mouthwash and freshen up our breath. And the same goes with our lifelong pursuit in loving ourselves. It needs to be part of our daily routine. Okay, there's no finish line. We wake up every morning and we need to brush our teeth. The next thing I want to talk about is it's through other things or relationships with others is how we learn how to love ourselves. Because so many women say, I, I don't know how to do that. So this is what I want you to think about. Think about some of the things you love to do. Do you, do you have like a particular blouse top that you like? How about your car? How about your pet, like your dog, your kids, your spouse? How do you treat those things? If it's a favorite blouse, for example, maybe you always hang it up. It never goes on the floor. You wash it on delicate cycle. You line dry it. You take care of it. If you have, you know, your pup, like you talk to your dog. You take her for walks. You pet her. You cuddle with her. You feed her. You give her, like, think of the love you give to your pet. It's through other things or relationships we learn how to love ourselves. We already know how to do it. We just need to do it for ourselves as well. This is what I want you to understand, okay? Listen up here. Because a lot of times I think women, we're like, we think, well, we think we're superhuman and we don't, you know, we just need to be able to do it all and we can't get sick and we can't, we can't have needs and we can't have desires. Let me want you to listen up. Okay. You have needs. You are not a robot. You are human. As adults, we are responsible for meeting our known our own needs. And as we get older, our brain becomes more developed. Our needs become more complicated. And as women, we just don't give ourselves what we need. Self-care matters even more because the more you take care of your needs, the more you have to give, the more you expand. The healthier you are physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you are able to access more of who you are and, and increase your capabilities, your talents, and your gifts. The actions of self-care lead to self-love. I want you to notice the way to acquiring self-love can come in the action line okay, of the model. If you're new to me and you don't know what I'm talking about when I say the model, then I would like you to go to episode number seven, how to solve any problem and you will learn all about the model, okay? But 
Actions of self-care will lead to self-love. Actions you take are specific to what you need. We're all wired differently and we all need different things. So I'm just going to like create a model here for us. Okay. And in the circumstance line, I want you to just put your name. Okay. Put your name. And then I'm just going to, the thought that I'm going to offer, you can put whatever thought you want, but like I am becoming a person that loves myself. And that's called a bridge thought because if we don't really love ourselves, we can't just automatically believe, well, I love myself. The brain's going to like, no, you don't. You treat me like crap. You're not nice to me. You don't do, you don't show, you're not showing me that you love me. So we want to put a bridge thought in there and say, I am becoming a person that loves myself. And then for the feeling, the thought, you know, we have the thought and then the thought um, produces a feeling in the in in us. I'm just going to choose nurturing for right now. Self love's not all the way accessible, but nurturing, yeah. You could also put thoughtful or willing or open or intimate or responsive. Like you could put one of those down, but I put nurturing. And then I'm just going to list a bunch of actions that one could take like that would actually be some self-care that we would do that would then and then be loving towards ourselves get enough sleep some of us need slow quiet mornings instead of hurrying turning like we don't turn pick up our phone and start fo- on social media or looking at all the things that we need to do we don't do that. That's it. We, there's things that we will do and not do in the A-line. It could be a morning, uh, a morning routine, massage, yoga, exercise, having your own coach. That is a, such a gift of love that you give to yourself. Saying no, saying yes. Affirmations, music, getting in the hot tub or taking a nice warm bath, reading, going to classes or workshops, eating healthy, drinking water, being members of um, groups where we learn, listening to podcasts, watching movies with our husband, sports, power naps, going outside for a walk, journaling, meal plans, going in nature and using my five senses, having a nighttime routine, huddling with my pup, laying down under my blanket when my nervous system is in trauma response, listing my three wins for the day, like like taking the time to look at myself and go, oh, look at these three things that I did today that I can consider wins. Right. And so the result of doing these things is self love. And the relationship that I have with myself improves. The moment we start treating ourselves with love, we experience shifts 
positive shifts and life begins to move forward with ease and things begin to magically fall in place. Your outlook improves, your relationships improve, your health improves, your sex life improves, and life begins to feel really good. And so do you. So as I wrap up, the reason why I start with self-care is because it builds on, it's like starts to send a message to your, your you that you matter and that you're noticed. And then we can build on believing thoughts um, that aren't just bread thoughts that we actually go like, yeah, I do love myself. And we, and um, we can also are open to healing wounds, changing perspectives, shifting our stories, but we have to start somewhere. And I've just found that little bits of these little simple um, forms of, of self-care start to open the door for that because it softens us and it helps us then dare to believe and accept new beliefs about ourselves. So this is what I want you to remember. Embracing your essence is key to unlocking a life filled with joy and meaningful connections. Today we talked about how self-love is not selfish, but that fact is that it's an essential practice for our overall well-being. And, and as you start to expand self-care, then it also feeds into all the other areas in your life where it's um, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. It starts to have a ripple effect and go into those um, other areas as well. And then we're more, and then we're well-rounded, right? With our relationship with ourselves. Like a lifelong journey, self-love requires daily care and attention, just like any other relationship. Recognize that you have needs, and as you meet those needs through self-care, you pave the way for the blossoming of self-love. And as you move forward, keep in mind that the actions you take in self-care lead to a deeper connection with yourself and an expansive capacity to give and share with others. Okay, so that's what I have for you for day two. Just a heads up for tomorrow, day three, solid self-love. Hmm, wonder what that is. What is solid self-love? Well, you're going to find out tomorrow. And we're going to talk about more practices and strategies that will empower you to build stronger and wavering love for yourself. And you know what? Also, 
share these episodes with people. Let, let your friends know of this special series that are going on so they can have a great Valentine's as well, a, a shift in their self-love as well. All right, so I'll see you tomorrow. I love you and I believe in you. If you want to take these concepts that you learned on the podcast and you want to learn how to apply them deeper and become more skilled and become a more courageous and confident you have to talk. Go to my website, www.marcyowen.com and schedule a time to chat with me. 